Hello, hello, hello. What is your name? Do you think they remember us? I think they'll remember us, even though it has been a minute. It's been over a hundred thousand minutes. It has. About three months. I'm glad to pod again. Yeah, me too. It's fun doing this together, and I like the fact that we're getting back in the groove. Welcome, everyone, to the 20th episode of the Fit Together podcast. My name is Raquel. And I'm Stu, and we're your hosts. Today, we're going to spend some time catching up. A lot has been going on, and we haven't been sharing through our podcast. So, this whole episode will be a check-in. Yes, we took a hiatus. It's weird because it kind of just happened. We both mutually decided on it without formally making a decision that we're going to take some time away. Yeah, it just kind of, like you said, happened. We didn't really discuss it. We didn't say, let's take a hiatus. It just kind of came to fruition, and now we've decided, okay, let's get back at it. I think the nice thing is it happened that way, and neither one of us was, like, mad about it. We were just kind of, like, busy. Okay with it. Just living in the moment, just doing things, taking things as they came. I'm happy that we did it. There has been so much going on. There's COVID-19. The murders of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Rayshard Brooks, and many more. It has really been heavy. I've had so many conversations with friends, acquaintances, coworkers, former coworkers. The list goes on. It has definitely been unprecedented times in many, many ways. And it's been tough. But I think we've done a good job trying to be there for each other. And I think we've done a good job trying to help each other and lift one another up. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of learning. It's a lot of talking through things, you know, misunderstandings and then trying to like understand. I think the pause was needed, although I'm hoping that we can plan ahead better so we don't take such a long pause again in the future for our listeners. Agreed. We talked about recording more episodes at a time so that when life gets busy, or if we need a mental health pause, we have pre-recorded podcasts to share with our listeners. Yep. Should we shout out our listeners? Yes, I miss listener shout outs. Let's do it. Shout out to people who have been getting back to working out at the gym. (laughs) I know you're happy about that. Oh, yeah. Shout out to people who are working from home. Shout out to the folks who have been enjoying the outdoors. Raquel and I have been going on several hikes and going to lots of our favorite local parks shout out to the people who are furthering the conversation about racism by educating themselves and actively leaning into being anti-racist anti-racist is something that i've been learning about recently it's not really anything i knew of i would say you know a couple weeks ago and i've been learning about it trying to understand it and ask you and educate myself about it Shout out to people who had the opportunity to do something with their dad for Father's Day. For Father's Day, we went over to my dad's house and my other sister took him lunch. My other sister got him dinner. I kind of just helped him with some stuff around the house. We all kind of pitched in and helped him and tried to just, you know, make sure he had a good Father's Day and know that we were around and there to celebrate him. Yeah, we we made him feel special, I feel like, and... 
You it made him nice. monkey bread. Yeah. That's right. Raquel made him monkey bread. Monkey <laughs> bread is a thing that my mom used to make when we were kids. So Raquel said, I'll make some and take over to him. And then Steph gave him a pretty sweet haircut. <laughs> he was looking sharp, right? That's right, yeah. He had long hair, like past his shoulders. It was long, yeah. And uh, Steph hooked him up with like... She did a really good job, A nice actually. little like shaved it was shaved on the sides and the back so you can put his hat on and he would look like he had a shave head but then the rest of the top part was long it was like styled it so it was good. it was pretty yeah his hair i mean yeah he has way more hair than me <laughs> so that was pretty sweet all right um big ups to the people who are checking in on their strong friends i know that for some people i'm that strong friend but these times have been hard and i can always use a shoulder to lean on Shout out to people who have been riding their bikes. The other week, I woke up early and I was like, man, it's a nice morning outside. I'm going to ride my bike to the gym. So I did. It was really nice. I liked it. Yeah, you're proud of yourself. Birds were I chirping. was proud of you too, actually. It was a actually. nice morning. It was cool. I was like, wait, you rode all the way there? I was like, what body part did you do? You couldn't have done legs. That would no, be a horrible decision. I wouldn't have done it if I was doing legs. <laughs> Any more shout outs? Not that I can think of. I think that was a good amount. Okay. Listeners, thank you so much for listening in. We don't plan on leaving you for so long in the future, and we're really glad to be back with you. Yes, it really is nice to podcast again, and I look forward to engaging with our listeners. Good point. How can they engage with us? If you want to contact us, please reach out to us on our Instagram Yes, we still have it. Yes, it is still there. <laughs> the Fit Together Podcast. Yes. That is at the Fit Together Podcast. We like sharing with all of you, and your support encourages us. Check-in time? Yes, let's do it. All right, so after quarantine, when the gyms finally opened. It was like, ta-da! <laughs> like the gates opening back up. I was so excited. I, oh, man. First day back, I was... I was walking in the gym just like ready to go. <laughs> you were you were really ready. And Do you, you remember what I said my goal was? Yes, he said. I'm pretty sure it was a leg day, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a leg day. And he said his goal is to not be able to walk the next day. Yeah. That's what his goal was. And I know like, there's people out there that are really into bodybuilding. They're like, oh, you should ease back in. <laughs> And yes, like we were doing. Well, some... we've been working out. So yeah, we've been working so it's not like out I took like two. Not like we took two months off and then I went in. But yes, I went in, and it just so happened the first day back was legs, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to just crush legs, <laughs> and I don't want to be able to walk the next day. That's my goal. <laughs> yeah, how many? And I've had some killer workouts. Have that like, same goal. <laughs> since I've been going back, like I've just been crushing it, and it feels amazing to be back in the gym. It's like you don't realize. How much you enjoy it until it's gone for two months. I think you already knew that you enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, it's just like now it's just like just like a refound love all over again. Like it's just oh man, every day I'm just like yeah, I get to go to the gym. Uh, oh my god, you said refound love. Well, I've been going to Crunch and I mostly enjoy it, except for Crunch has been so packed. Like I, if I go like after the workday, even though I'm working from home. No, it's it's horrible because like, cause you barely can get any equipment. So I started going earlier in the mornings in order to make sure that I can get the equipment that I want. Yeah, see, I, I can't relate to that struggle because my gym, I go in there whether – sometimes I go in the morning 
at like 7.30 a.m. Most of the time I go around 11.30 or noon. When I go in at 11.30 or noon, there's maybe five to seven people and that's not an exaggeration. Like including me, five to seven people. It's like my own private gym. It's fantastic. (laughs) All right, what else have you been doing? I think one of the things that you mentioned in the last podcast is, hey, like I want to be outside. Like, and I was like, oh, what if we podcast outside? I think it's just been- That's right, you did say that. It's been so nice out that- We've been spending a lot of time outside. Yeah, being outside has been one of the things we've been doing. And when we're outside, we've been going to different parks. We go to the same ones a lot of times, but we have been exploring, going to some different ones. And one of the things we did the other weekend that was really fun and really nice and relaxing, I have a hammock, and we put the hammock up between two two trees. We found some shade. found some trees that were in the shade, put the hammock up and just laid down and relaxed. We were knocked out. Well, yeah, we chatted for a little bit. And yeah, then next thing you know, we woke up and we were like, we fell asleep. And we were like, (laughs) yep, we definitely fell asleep. It was so funny because I think we were so quiet laying there that I don't think other people noticed us because then we (laughs) woke up. Yeah, so it's it's (laughs) an Eno hammock. So when we lay in it, it like kind of goes... Anybody out there that has an Eno hammock, you'll know, or you can Google it. When you lay down in it, it's almost like a cocoon. Like, you can't even see the people inside it. And we heard some people walking by, like, oh, wow, like, that's really cool. What a what a good place to put the hammock. Or, like, oh, wow, that was a really good idea. And, like you said, I don't think they even knew we were in it. Yeah, well, but I think you might not remember, but remember when we started, like, getting out of it? We were just, like, sitting up. There was this lady a little a little bit oh, down yeah. the hill. So there's a lady and she was like Doing I think like practicing like some stretches and handstands and she was she looked like she might have like been learning or like, you know, regaining these skills. She was getting kind of frustrated. Yeah, and like. yeah, she was like, you know, she was really trying and I don't think she saw us because we were in the hammock. And then we emerged from this hammock. And we're just kind of sitting there, not really paying attention to her. Just like, just you know, trying around. to like just, just, just trying to up. wake up, you know. And she looks over and she sees us after getting down from her hands. And she's like, oh my gosh, people are looking at me. <laughs> and she, and she like, like all her grabbed stuff her and stuff like, and like stormed away. off, like all embarrassed. And we were just like, hold on, wait, like we're still trying to wipe sleep out of our eyes. Like we aren't paying attention to you lately. Like, we're really not <laughs> trying to That's watch right. you. Oh, but I thought that was hilarious because, <laughs> because we were so um, camouflaged in the in the trees. Yeah, and I don't think people. Re- yeah, I really don't think people we even knew. <laughs> so that was a good spot. Yeah, it was a good spot. What else? (laughs) I've been um, playing solo Yahtzee. (laughs) So in the other podcast, we talked about how we had been playing Yahtzee and how we I played it as a kid all the time. Yeah, and you and I had been playing, but Raquel has apparently been playing solo Yahtzee. (laughs) Yeah, I just got introduced to Yahtzee, so I have been having a good time playing by myself. I played about eight games <laughs> alone. I follow all of the rules. I put my score down. <laughs> and she tries to see if she can get Yahtzee. Exactly. So there's that's just something small. You've been doing... Something I've been doing on my own <laughs> is reading. I think we've talked about it in prior podcasts. I like to read. I've been trying to find some books that I like, and I always try to set aside at least three or four days a week to sit down and read whether it's fiction, whether it's like a motivational book, something like that. 
right now I'm currently reading And the Mountains Echoed. It's a book by the author that wrote The Kite Runner, if anybody's familiar with The Kite Runner. Same author, The Mountains Echoed. That's what I'm reading right now. It's really good. Another thing I've been doing on my own (laughs) is growing plants. This is a way I've definitely influenced yeah, you. Yeah, you've definitely influenced me because I was not You used to give me such a hard plants. time about plants. So Why I, do you have so many plants? I have a whole bunch of baby aloe that are like blo- blooming. Like, like not they're not blooming, but they're just like... Thriving. Thriving, yeah, they're thriving. And then I also have a basil that someone gifted me. And I cut pieces, and now those pieces are growing. And so I'm just, yeah, I'm just so proud of myself. I need Tell to them what them. you do with... The light. Oh, whenever I open the blinds each day, I tilt so the all light. The, all the plants are on this metal tray. She has them on a metal tray sitting by one of like one of her really nice like windows that gets a lot of light. And there's blinds on that window. Yes, and I tilt the, the blinds not for me to get light, but for the light to go directly on my plants. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they get so much sunlight. They live an amazing life right there in front of the um, window. And I am growing them to share with friends. I am excited to give away some of my aloe, but I, I did give away one. And I was like, oh, I actually love these aloe, which I guess it's even more reason to give to friends that I love. Cool. I am officially on summer break. So the end of May was the last week of school. And now I'm on summer break. No more office hours. Woo-hoo! No more, you know, online lessons. It is officially summer break and I'm enjoying it. I am not on summer break, and they also took away our summer Fridays. So, we are working from home. Still. <laughs> Still. <laughs> That's no end in sight. <laughs> no end in sight working from home, but I'm not complaining. I was going to say, you're okay with it. I love working from home. Memorial Day weekend. Yeah. So, you did have, I think, Monday off, or you had, it was a long weekend for you. I had a holiday. Yeah. So for a Memorial Day weekend, we went to Canton, and in Canton, we visited Raquel's aunt and uncle. Yes, Uncle Junior and Aunt Nancy went to Canton what and we do? went on their boat. Yeah. Yes, and they we just really chilled cool with them too. So yeah, we went on the boat, and that was just nice, relaxing. We linked up with some other family on Nancy's side, and then... Like you said, we we just relaxed. They have a really nice like outdoor setup with a fire pit. Yeah, so we sat house. around the fire pit listening to music. They smoked some some ribs and yeah. some um, made some s'mores and just hung out and just had a good time. It was really relaxing. It was a it was nice week. Quite nice. We were, we liked it so much. We we're like, oh, we need to like hang out more, <laughs> and and we ended up. Uh, convincing them to come visit us for July 4th. So, so that's we're going to the host making. them. Yes, we're going to host, and it's going to be so fun. And my family's coming down. Yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be a big weekend. My mom, dad, sister, her boyfriend, her friend, Nancy, and Junior. Yeah, and this will be the first time our families have met. Yes, because Steph is going to come. Laura's going to come with her family. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's going to be nice. Speaking of my sister and family, we have been going over to my sister's house a couple of weekends and just having like a family night, playing mm-hmm. basketball, grilling out, just spending time together. 
Yep, we have been. You knew, we were playing around the world, and then what was the last game that we, that we got to play with them? Knockout. Knockout. I liked Knockout. But I remember you saying that. Yeah, because yeah. I felt like Knockout, you got to run around that, more. Well, and that's the thing, too, also, with around the world with so many people, it's like 10 minutes before you get your next shot. Yeah. Knockout's um, a lot more fast-paced. I think also, since I'm not that skilled at shooting, it's like knockout, actually. You <laughs> can just run back and forth. You can try again, try again, try yeah. again, until you're out. I remember you saying like, that. standing there and like, oh, one shot, missed it. Or like, oh, Wait for everybody okay. else to shoot. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, oh, and we have our fire pit that we did at your house that we brought together, and we've been using that. We've been putting it to use. You had a huge stack of what we thought was a huge stack, I guess, of sticks and stuff that has oh, dwindled yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> we don't even have any firewood so in that wall. You got some. From okay. cleaning the yard and picking up sticks when I cut the grass, or if I cut down like a dead tr- limb out of the tree or something, I had like a big stack. That we was, thought it was for big. the fire pit. And yes, we thought it was big, but we have learned that it went pretty fast. So fast. But like you said, we do have firewood now because when I was walking Buster one morning, somebody had cut down a tree and they put out the wood at the end of their driveway. And I, after I walked Buster, I went back and got some of it. So we do have firewood now. We're talking some big limbs, like eight inch diameter they're, they will take a while to burn. They won't go through as fast as the little ones. Yep. So along with our fire pit, the other project that we did is we built a garden. We, um, along the side of the back, like I guess. I so I have, I have a back patio. Yes, with, patio. With a porch. So it's, it's not enclosed, but it's a patio with, it's a covered patio. And between the fence and the covered patio, there's like a probably 10 or 12 by 6 foot space that we turned into a vegetable garden. Yes, we bought all of the different soils that you need, mixed them. We had our little um, our little sprouts that we yeah. had um, from early. I think from we seeds. might have told them. I think, I think, we, think did. we told yeah, them. Yeah, we talked so we about had like So I got, as a gift for Stu, I got him like all these like seeds, and then we like like put them in the little um, soil pods. I don't know what to call those. Peat things. pots. Peat pots. Peat. Peat. Peat pots, and they grew, and we were so proud of them. They were flourishing they inside of the little. Amazing. They thought they looked little, so good. They looked so good, right? So then we plant them outside. It literally rains the next day, and they just look like they've been. They've been. <laughs> they're beat like up. they look like they went through it. Our and, first experience, and we're uh, learning. And so. Then Stu tells me we have a mole in the garden, and this mole, like at first, you, you know, were all excited about. It. You're like, wait, wait, a mole, and you googled it, and you're like, oh, they're so cute. I'm Look trying at to it. catch the mole in my mind, but I don't know how successful I'm gonna be. But meanwhile, it is destroying the garden. It's really messing it up. It's really messing. There's the all garden these molehills. <laughs> There's literally like four, maybe five molehills, and. Yeah, I, we may have a cucumber, a cucumber, and a bell pepper, but <laughs> I don't know if there's any more carrots or any more broccoli left. <laughs> yeah, and everything looked so good, you know, like you said, when it was inside, the seeds were sprouted. We're like, wow, they look great, and then we planted them, and it just has it, not been so great. However, 
our herbs. The herbs are, are looking good. Good. So we have oregano, thyme, Basil. lavender. Well, lavender is not really an herb, but oh. lavender is in the same oh. boxes as the herbs. What is lavender? I'm pretty sure it's a flower. Oh, the flower, lavender. But yeah, those look good. We have those in separate boxes on the side of the outdoor patio. Cool. Something <laughs> fun that I did was with You've your been sister. Wanting to do it. Yeah, I wanted to go kayaking and Sue's sister was going with her like one of her best friends, I guess childhood best friends. Yeah. And they invited me and Stu was not really feeling going because it was a hot, hot day. And it was a hot, hot day, but I really wanted to go and it was really fun. And then also one of my friends that I haven't seen in a while because they had, he had a baby, him and his wife. Yeah, baby, baby Ethan. Yeah. He was having people over and I didn't know how the timing would work out. And I was like, I haven't seen him in forever. I want to make sure I'm there and get a chance to hang out with him so that was also part of it yeah that's true and you found out about that like literally the day before yeah so, so it was like the night the night before you went kayaking gotcha but that was really fun i was happy that i got you to had go. a good time yeah i did have a good and time. it's something you've been wanting to do so that was cool yep and we had this little picnic in this little rock island in the middle and we had these veggie sandwiches that were amazing. You told me that. You're like, Stu, it was just vegetables, but it was so good. It was so good. It was so good. I, I feel like I need to have Steph on here to like tell about those veggie sandwiches to do them justice. Because okay. she was not satisfied with what I shared with you guys. Because your oh, sister, really? well, cause Laura was not thinking, your other sister, Laura. Yeah. She didn't, she was like, yeah, she said veggie didn't sound like it. And Steph was like, well, I made them. <laughs> okay. I missed that part. <laughs> All right. Um, actually, you started a venture. Yeah. Every summer, I try to do something. I try to set a goal. I try to have something to do. Last summer, it was training for the bodybuilding competition, trying to earn my pro card. This summer, I'm not training for a bodybuilding competition. Yeah, I'm still lifting hard. I'm still training, doing all that, but I'm not training for a competition. So this summer I thought, okay, what could I do? And I've been wanting to start a landscaping business. This summer I thought, okay, you know what? I'm going to try to do it. I actually told a guy at the gym about the idea because he said, you know, what what are you doing with your summer? Any plans? And I said, well, I would like to get a landscaping business going. And he kind of helped me get the ball rolling. He had a neighbor that needed some work. Well, he put me in touch with that neighbor. That neighbor hired me. I've done a couple jobs for her. She liked the work I did so much. She has been recommending me to people. And now I've got I've got a little landscape business going and I actually have people calling me and texting me asking if I can do landscaping for them. So Dapper Landscaping yes. is the name of the, the <laughs> landscaping business I'm doing. Have, you even have an um, email, dapperlandscaping at gmail.com. Yeah, so, so a, a, shameless, a shameless area. little plug. <laughs> if anybody in Cincinnati needs landscaping, reach out to us or shoot me an email, dapperlandscaping at gmail.com. Yes, we'll have your... <laughs> oh, my tagline? Okay, yeah, Raquel, my tagline is we'll have your yard looking dapper. Yes. <laughs> but um <bump. laughs> So yeah, that's I've been doing that. 
and it's been keeping me busy and making some extra money and I love being outside so I also like helping people one of the ladies was like oh wow like thanks so much you know I've wanted my yard to look better and I just I just don't have the ability to do it anymore you know I'm I'm older so you know I'm helping people I'm outside I'm doing something I enjoy I enjoy landscaping I enjoy plants and you know doing things outside so it's cool I'm happy yeah, I thought that was nice. She seemed like the one of the ladies. She seemed older, and she was just like, "I can't do it on my own. I wanted to have family over for July Fourth, and I never really thought about landscaping in that way. But it is really nice to spend time with family in a space and for it to look nice and presentable. So that was nice to yeah, hear. That's cool. Definitely. And then I guess this one's like less established, but you've also been looking into another little gig planting seeds i guess you could say online fitness we've been kind of doing this together yeah 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 we online fitness coaching adventure yeah so we've both been i feel like we've been talking about this forever yeah um you know wanting to do something with fitness to coach people encourage people to have a healthy lifestyle uh Stu has the skill set of you know building meal plans he's very knowledgeable about nutrition and so he specifically um, wants to coach people online and and lately he had some interest so yeah so, so I think that's kind of cool a couple people have kind of said something about you know hey like I would like to kind of sit down with you and chat and see if we can get something going so the landscaping business is rolling yeah, it's that going. One's actually going I've got people reaching out to me I'm making estimates I'm doing jobs the making online, some money yeah the online fitness coaching is marinating it's kind of it's there, but I haven't been able to get it rolling yet. Yeah. Yeah. You, I mean, and, and I think yet is just like at the tip of your fingers because all you have to do is it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so that one's really close. Um, what else has been going on? I think the last one we're going to talk about is much more deep and it has to do with all the conversations and all the topics that have been going on around racism. Yeah, I've had a ton of conversations about racism. You have. And we have kind of talked about how it's not your job to educate people about it. And people need to understand that they have to educate themselves. And it's awesome that they're like asking you and they're trying to learn. But we've talked about how like it's not your job. It's not your responsibility to educate them about it. And yeah. I think it's definitely been kind of heavy on you. Yeah, no, it has it has been a lot. Uh, I think that's part of the reason why it's nice to just have the time, the hiatus, to just kind of to breathe and take care of my mental health because there's just so much going on um, and their impact is from so many different angles and the reflection is so deep, even though I can't say racism is like a shocker Um, And, you know, these deaths that, you know, everyone's getting to witness, there's tons of them. So it's this stuff people have been dealing with, but the heightened awareness, the heightened focus on it is 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 something that for someone like myself, it's it's highly. um, I don't want to say I don't want to say burden some but in some ways I think there's a weight that you know I would like 
to see change. I would like to help with improvements. I realize that it's going to take a lot of different avenues in order to solve this huge problem. It's just a, a huge issue. I know there's many other issues in life and a lot of people have brought that also to my attention around, you know, all lives matter or what about this? Why are we so focused on black lives? And Can you explain that a little bit? Maybe some of our listeners have that same question. Why is it black lives matter? Why is that so important? Yeah, I mean, the reason that people are focused on black lives is because black lives are disproportionately impacted by systemic racism. How the United States is structured and the reason that things were done in the past actually leads to the reason why people are racist today. And it's just it the disparity, the gap there is just so big and it impacts black people. <laughs> so something that comes to mind when you say that is watermelons. Oh. So something that we recently learned yeah. and that you kind of showed me. Yeah. So is, with watermelons, like people will say like, oh, like, you know, black people like watermelon. And, I, you know, I've been doing a whole bunch of research lately. And, and you know, honestly, when people say like, oh, like you must like watermelon. Like, honestly, I, I do like watermelon. But lately I can't eat watermelon. I think I'm allergic to watermelon. So now I'm like, eh, well, I don't really like watermelon. Um, but when I was doing research, I found out that when enslaved people were set free, they would sell watermelon and it was because they learned how to sell watermelon they were good at it it was a way to make money and make a living it was one of the things that they helped grow on the plantation yes when they were were enslaved yep they were already familiar with how to do that and so the the white people (laughs) were upset about that and they did not want them to you know sell watermelon better than they could they you know didn't really like the fact that they were doing a good job at that and they started to ridicule them they they would you know actually publish commercials on tv to you know really kind of uh, make people not want to buy watermelon from them and one of the things that i posted recently was um they had this this commercial with a cartoon of of you know a really funny looking black person cartoon person eating a watermelon and they played a song in the background and the song lyrics are a nigger loves a watermelon and i mean they literally it just like was cartoon kind of and i mean i think i don't know if i cringed or what when i saw it but i told Stu about that and it you know it makes me want to check someone next time they say you know like oh you like watermelon well i'm like okay do you know the history of you know why people say that or where that came from because i mean honestly i didn't know a week ago And that's just one example. I mean, there's things like that that we've been learning and you've been helping me understand all kinds of things like that. Like, that's just one example. But I thought that was a good example because I do think a lot of people think that. Like, oh, black people love watermelon. Yeah. So that's just one example. Yeah. It's just one example. Um, At work, there's been tons of conversations that people want to have. There's been questions within the organization Um, some questions are really challenging for me like for example we recently had a town hall and 
in the town hall, I don't have the question in front of me right now, but the, the question was t- something like this. It was, um, so the, so let me give you a little, some little background. So we had a whole bunch of leadership telling their take on, you know, why basically black lives matter and why this is important. And I think there are a lot of people that don't necessarily agree. Um, but the leadership wanted to like put this forward and say, Hey, we need to continue the conversation. We need to stretch ourselves. We need to think differently. And they were telling their testimonies. And most of my leadership, if not all, they're all white. Um, They're from not just the United States. Some are from Switzerland. Some are from Belgium. Um, There is one Indian guy. There's probably, um, I don't think we have any Latino. But then we had some other people from our um, African-American Leadership Council on there. So two, three black um, leaders, um, but not at the leadership level as all the white people on the on the call but um essentially they were kind of telling their story and then people can just put any question they wanted to into the town hall and how the questions work is you can submit them anonymously and when you submit your anonymous question then other people can vote to move the question higher so the question with the highest votes is typically the the question that everyone answers that that or that the leadership will answer and the highest ranked question uh stated with all um what is the question i found i kind of want to find it let me just find it real quick here it is i have it i have it right here okay what are we doing to ensure that positions are filled with qualified leaders and that we're not just filling diversity and inclusion goals slash quotas with that question i think it's it's very packed um i think you know i don't know where the person who asked the question was coming from and what their thoughts were um, they could have some concerns around, hey, like I've been working really hard. How do I get a leadership position if you guys are focusing on black people? Um, the question also how it was worded, it could mean that, hey, like how, how like how are you going to make sure that the black people that you get for the position are qualified? Well, because um, they can't see the question. Qualified was in stars. Oh, yeah, there were stars around qualified. For me, hearing that question, it makes me think of conversations I've had years ago where my colleagues mentioned that they don't want to have to lower the bar in order to bring black people into the organization. So, you know, it's a a stereotype, a stigma. I don't know what word you want to use. Stereotype stigma comes to mind that in order to fulfill a quote quota, they have to just hire anybody and that they can't find people that are qualified or people that can do a good job in the role. And that's, it's no, no words for it really. Yeah. There are some, there are some like other questions that were listed around, you know, what if I don't support black lives matter political movement, but I believe black lives matter. How do, you know, will I have retributions? And so I think, I think there were a lot of questions that I think if we dissect them, there are certain ways that they could be, I mean, that they are systemically racist. Um, and so, so it was, you know, I think even at a large organization that's trying to further the conversation and there are other questions around like, is there racism within this company? And, and it's, it's a, you know, like very interesting, you know, questions that people are, are having that for someone like me, it's it's kind of draining because I'm like, yes, there's racism everywhere. <laughs> like, well, and, and I think I think something else that comes with racism is unconscious bias. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Do you want to 
explain that a little bit? I think you're good at explaining that. Okay, well, an easy way to think about it is your natural inclination for comfort. So you, you, you're going to have a bias towards things that are, are familiar to you, things that come naturally, things that you understand. I don't know if you guys have seen me, but if you, you saw my hair and maybe you don't know anybody with a fro, you may not know how I do my hair. You might be like more interested or less interested or, you know, have some thoughts that come to mind that are stereotypical. Um, and these are, you know, unconscious biases that, you know, oh, I wonder if I can touch your hair. Like, I, I don't know. Like, there's like so many things. I Like, maybe I should just like look it up. Um, there's just so many things that come to mind right now about unconscious bias. Unconscious biases are social stereotypes about certain groups of people that individuals form outside their own conscious awareness. Everyone holds unconscious beliefs about various social and identity groups, and these biases stem from one's tendency to organize social worlds by categorizing. <laughs> unconscious bias can honestly keep you safe in a, in a time of, you know, like if you're, if you're in a place that's like dangerous, unconscious bias okay this you know this person's wearing a hoodie their hands are in their pocket like <laughs> these things can't yeah but so relating <laughs> relating that to racism that's a lot of times how people are racist without even realizing it yeah because they think oh there's a african-american guy with a hoodie on and he's walking kind of slow like what's he up to Exactly. That's an unconscious bias. Yeah. And that is also racist because that's basically saying, oh, because he's black with a hoodie and he's walking slow, it seems like he's not up to something that he should be up to. Exactly. And God forbid that that black guy in the hoodie leans over a cool car and starts looking at it like, huh, that's a cool car. I just, you know, I like cool cars. <laughs> so the reason I say that is because Stu loves cool cars. What yeah. do you do? Yeah, so I I like cars. We've talked about that in prior episodes. And if I see a cool car, I walk over to it and I kind of check it out. If it's an old car, I look to see what the paint job is like. Did they do a good job on the paint? Is the interior nice? Is it stock? Has it been redone? If it's a new car, I just I want to see what, what it's like. I just want to look at it. And Raquel always says, like, Stu, like, you realize, like, as a white person you can do that if you were a black male doing that that would be totally different yeah what are your thoughts about that i mean it's something i didn't even think about before now i do think about it and i think about like oh wow like that is the difference between being african-american in this country and white in this country yeah there's a lot of differences there's it goes deeper i mean that's like a easier one like but yeah, there's a lot of differences. And so we've been attending so social justice protests. We have. We went to Fountain Square. That was a big one. That was a huge one. There was over 4,000 people at that one. Yeah. For me, that was impactful, definitely. We made signs for it. Yeah, we made signs. Why was it impactful for you? For me, it was impactful because I saw all these white people. Like I saw a ton of white people. And I didn't, I don't know what I expected or what I was thinking, but just seeing all those white people like excited and like, you know, passionate and yelling and just in it, you know, I, I don't know what I expected, but I, I do think, you know, going into it, I was kind of like, okay. 
And then after a while, I was like, wow, okay, these people seem like they really are about it, which does give me hope. I remember you saying that, and I I liked hearing that because I know everything you've been going through, and I've seen how you've been feeling, and to hear you say, like, oh, this gives me hope, that was cool, and I liked to hear that. Yeah, I've been upset, I've been angry, I've been mad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's a lot. And it's a lot dealing with people that are just literally, it's like, I feel like I'm in, if we're talking about, like, I don't know all the definitions and I'm, I'm learning about history. Um, I feel like my history was honestly whitewashed. Like, I think there's so many things that, that I wasn't taught, but I feel like when it comes to racism in my experience, it's like, I'm at least in college. And then it's like, there's all these white people around me that are literally, in daycare going into preschool and and i'm like having to deal there's i think there's a a lot of white people that probably don't have any black friends yeah and maybe they have like quote acquaintances that are black friends but i think there's probably a lot of white people that don't have like true friends that are different than them so they don't hear that perspective they don't understand the pain that people are going through right now. Well, that leads into our signs. What did our signs say? Because I'm going to say what my sign said just based off of what you said just now okay. about friends. Go so my sign said, take action and had two things on it. So number one, it said, lean into anti-racism. And number two, make friends from different backgrounds. Yes. <laughs> You got a lot of comments, too. A lot of people were like, oh, wow, I really like your sign. That's cool. (laughs) My sign was a little bit more standard. Basic. Basic, I guess. (laughs) It was a part of the Pledge of Allegiance. So, obviously, since I'm a teacher, I hear the Pledge of Allegiance every day. And I think if we're going to make students say it every day, then it should be upheld. And the part that I really have trouble with that I really don't think is upheld is indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Exclamation point. Exclamation point. So that was my sign. That's what I carried around. And yes, it is basic, but for, for me, that is something that I really think is important. We should be indivisible with liberty and justice for all the for all is extremely important and that's why i have that sign well i like the story behind that and and i'm i'm just joking it it is basic but at the same time it meant a lot to you and those signs are not easy to make (laughs) they take forever forever forever. they did take a while (laughs) and ours weren't even that fancy i was like once we did a couple block letters or a whole bunch of block block letters on yours i was like nah bro i'm about (laughs) to do single letter like nothing yours look nice though thank you um, and then, so we also went to another protest. Do you want to explain you that? You explain that okay. one. Okay, <laughs> all right. So the next one was in Anderson Township. Anderson Township is where I grew up. I saw that there was going to be a protest, and I was like, okay, we should go to this one. This is where I grew up. And um, I had work and stuff, and I rescheduled in order to try to make it. You did? Yes. I appreciate that. Well, that one was not so big. <laughs> We pulled up. There are five people there. Yeah. We made seven people. (laughs) So 
five people prior to us. We got there. We were six and seven. It did grow, though. And what we did is we went to, like, a busy intersection of Anderson Township. And each group kind of split off and went to a separate corner of the intersection. When we first got there... It was a high school girl, a white high schooler. That started the protest, got it together. And her mom was there, and she was there with, I guess, her three friends. Yeah, And her mom was, like, asking me a bunch of questions. I don't know if you remember Yeah, you guys chatted for a couple minutes. Yeah, she was, like, talking about stuff with me. It was, like, another another conversation, you know, just, like, I'm so sorry this is happening. How are you doing? And then um, her daughter, bless her heart, she she was um, making sure people were prepared for what they were getting into. Oh, that's so right. So she was um, trying to make sure people understood, like, hey, like, not everybody agrees with this. Um, so some people might name call or, you know, yell out, all lives matter. Some and people might even curse at you. So, yeah. And like, so, that's right. I forgot. She you, was really trying to, like, yeah, prepare she, people. Yeah, she was trying to prepare people, which I think is awesome. I mean, honestly, I feel like parents could take a, a note from her. Like, I think that's what parents have to do with their kids if they want them to be anti-racist. Um, and then, remember, Stu, when we drove past there earlier, what I had said to you, like, before this day? Remember we saw people on the corner, and what did I say to you about what I think people might say? Remember when she came up to us and she's going to tell us, and I already knew because you oh knew. the n word yeah how people are going to say the n word yeah I said yeah I told Stu what I, like we were driving past there and I'm like oh if I stood out there looking people would be I saying. was like people would probably say the n word and they like she was trying to like warn us like That's oh right. yeah and so it's just so funny but I appreciate it like this is a high schooler you know she's learning things and she's taking it in so I'm not you know I'm not. I'm by no means making fun of her or saying, but it was just, it was nice that she was having the forethought now that she's learning. She was being considerate. And she she was, really was. She was yes. like, hey, just so you know, these people out here might be upset about this. At the same time, for any black person, we know that. And yeah. so, so, so it's just like, okay, thanks. I know. But, <laughs> but, you know, she, you know, she's, she's trying to, you know, let us know. So we went to the corners. We the went street. to the corners. So, once we were there, we were holding up our signs, and people were honking. There was some people that said, all lives matter. But there was a lot of people honking, a lot of people giving us a thumbs up. That was really cool. And then I, Stu was <laughs> all about the chance. He was at the all other about protest, the first protest on Fountain Square with a lot of people, there were like a lot of different chants that they were saying. And then I have a really good memory, so I remembered a lot of the chants. So they were saying some chants at Anderson Township. However, they weren't going in as hard as Stu wanted them to. And I looked at Raquel and I was like, do you think I could get it going? And I said, no. <laughs> anybody out there that knows me or anybody out there listening, you're going to learn something about me. As soon as you say, no, you can't do it or no, I don't think you can do it. I'm going to do it. Oh, my gosh. So, of so, course, uh, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to get it going. Which and one was it that you did? I got the one going. I did two. Oh, which the one? The one that I did was, hey, hey, ho, ho. ho. <laughs> These racist cops have, have got, got to go. go. Hey, that was hey, one. ho, ho. These, These racist, racist cops, cops have, have got, got to go. go. <laughs> that was one that I got going. And then the other one that I got going was no justice, no, no peace. peace. Okay. Got it. So, yes, it was all about that. And, yeah, this Raquel is what was like, democracy I don't know. Like. Yeah, I guess that was another one. <laughs> this is what democracy looks like. Show me what democracy looks like. That was another one. Um, 
But yeah, so Raquel was like, no, I don't think he'll be able to get it going. So obviously, and I it go. wasn't even that I didn't think he could. I didn't want him to. You didn't say that. <laughs> I was like, oh lord. I got, I, I got it going. Like he did. It wasn't as I'm not going to say it was by anywhere as well orchestrated as the one downtown, <laughs> but it was going. Yeah, see. Yeah. I just thought of something else that we did. It wasn't a protest. It wasn't a rally. It wasn't a march. But we went to oh, a celebration. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a celebration. So basically, one of the park people, they were, I guess, in negotiations to kind of take over an area that a lot of black people would celebrate in Eden Park. Um, The people would be out there barbecuing, just like black people. Like, that was the spot. And they were looking into, like, closing it off so people couldn't drive up there. And I think it seemed like because of all these, like, protests and everything... Um, actually, the park director realized what the impact was going to be and stopped it. Um, stopped, you know, them from blocking it off. And they were there celebrating and they had it on the news that, wow, like, okay, someone realized the impact they were going to have on the black community and they decided not to pursue it. That was the overlook up in Eden Park. Okay, yeah. Good memory. And that's actually not even what I was talking oh. about. <laughs> I was talking about a different celebration. So yeah, we've been, as we've you can see, we've been going to a lot stuff. of stuff. That was a good one, but that wasn't what I was referring to. I was referring to the one that we went to in Over the Rhine. Oh, Juneteenth? There you go. Oh, we celebrated Juneteenth. Yeah, so they had a block party um, in, the OTR, in OTR. Yeah. And yeah, no, just good music, good company, line dancing chilling and then they also have a black lives matter mural in front of city hall yeah um city hall and like the mural is beautiful i actually know one of the artists i went to school with her her name's asha um and she like i actually really liked her letter um it looks so pretty with the people's faces and the greens but yeah check out black lives matter mural in cincinnati it is city hall by city hall Um, There's lots of pictures on Instagram. It's beautiful. As you can see, we've had a lot going on, even on our podcast hiatus. I agree. That was a nice recap of what we've been doing, and it's good to check in. It is good to check in, and it's good to be doing this again. I enjoyed doing this with you, so it's cool to be back at it. Yay. Thanks for listening, and if you have a topic that you want us to discuss... Tell us on our Instagram at the Fit Together Podcast. Yes. And until next time, remember, fit together. Bye.